Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It is the end of the first whole week of the new year, Friday the 8th, and we are going to be reading Mark 1, verses 4 through 11. My name is Brandon McClenahan, joined by our guest, Nancy Klosterman. And um, Nancy, are you reading this passage for us? Yes, I can. All right. Thank you, Nancy. And so John came baptizing in the desert region and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all of the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins. They were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of those of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At the time Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the, the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, you are my son whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. Mm. Thank you, Nancy. Okay, Uh, what's something that's grabbing your attention in this passage? Well, oddly, I just think it's interesting that they mention his cloak, John's clothing. Mm. Camel's hair, a clothing made of camel's hair, a leather belt, and that he ate locusts. I mean, I just find that interesting of the whole passage that they put that detail in there. Doesn't describe what Jesus is wearing. No. But it describes what John was wearing. Yeah. He's a weird dude. Yeah, it was just kind of like a squirrel moment. Like, here's this passage of, you know, this great, this great moment that happened, but we describe John's clothing. <laughs> why, do you, why do you think they describe his clothing? What do you think that's, what does that, what does that do for you? Is it, I, I don't know, does it? describe his humility that he was wearing you know animal hair and Mm -hmm. um that he was eating locusts and wild honey just something that he probably found that he Mm -hmm. wasn't eating real great meals i don't know yeah it definitely makes you feel like he's weird (laughs) and strange right he's kind of the yeah he's out there right he's literally out in the wilderness he's out in the river Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's living a pretty radical lifestyle, I think, of dependence yeah. and kind of living off the land. Right? <laughs> um, and uh, you'd give someone like that, uh, you'd think they were weird, but you'd also be like, they're probably really legit. You know, someone like John is probably legit. Like he, and then he says, one more powerful than I is coming after me. I'm not worthy to stoop down and tie the thong of his sandals. So he knows yeah. his own authority. He's a righteous guy. Um, and he's pointing to somebody else who's even more out of the ordinary um, than he is. So I think that's kind of cool. 
Um, Something that uh, drew me was um, the spirit descending like a dove on him, on Jesus. Yes. And uh, that just got my mind rolling a little bit, Nancy, because um, we've talked a lot about the spirit this week. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the spirit on Monday with Genesis 1, the spirit hovering, fluttering over the deep, over the, over the waters. And here you've got water, waters of baptism, and you've got the spirit descending like a dove on Jesus, who has just come out of the water. Um, and just to tie a couple other images in here, scripturally speaking, you've got you know Noah on the ark floating above the waters and uh, wants to see if there's land, and so sends out um, you know a raven, doesn't you know get anything, but sends out a dove. Mm-hmm. and it finds land you know the dove finds land it goes out and finds land and then comes back the the new creation the the first thing to emerge out of the water after the flood um and so it seems like there's a signal here that that when the dove comes down to descend upon Jesus, not only do you have this really sweet Trinitarian picture of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all kind of having this celebration together, but also a sign and a signal that um, Jesus is new creation, you know, that he is the, the one to emerge from the waters of creation, the one, you know, the, the first mountain to emerge out of the, uh, out of the flood. Um, the one we're supposed to look to for safe haven, you know, the one we're supposed to look to, to to wonder what is new creation going to look like? What's new creation going to be all about? How is God going to redeem all of creation? And to look at Jesus and see um, that Jesus is the one that we look to. But then also, this is the other thing that grabbed my attention. Sorry if I can do a double dip here, but um, that Jesus is baptized by John I think that's so cool that the king of the universe doesn't come and shove John aside and be like, uh, get out of here. Um, let me, let me take over. Mm-hmm. Um, he submits himself to the baptism of John, even though he doesn't have to, even though he has nothing to repent of. Um, again, his baptism is not about repentance. Jesus had nothing to repent of. His baptism was to show that he is the the son of God, you are my son, the beloved with you. I'm well pleased the spirit of adoption, right? The, that God would take Jesus as his son, that Jesus is the son of God. Um, but he submits himself to, uh, John. And I just think that's part of God's nature that we see in Jesus. I mean, Jesus references it elsewhere. Um, where, you know, or like in Philippians two, where Paul says, um, uh, you know, um, because Jesus was a son of God, he did not take, um, you know, not take advantage of it or did not consider equality with God something to be grasped. Um, and I see that spirit in, in Jesus here who is willing to submit himself to the baptism of someone else. Um, and that seems to be part of God's nature to um, submit himself and to, um, to love others by serving them. So I just love that about Jesus. How about you? What else is grabbing your attention? 
I just love how all these passages connect all week long because Psalm 29, when we talked about the voice and the thunder and God's voice, and then here he, his voice yes. came to heaven and it says, you are my son whom I love with whom I am well pleased. I mean, can you imagine being standing on the banks of the water and watching these baptisms and all of a sudden this booming voice comes from the heavens mm-hmm. and, you know, declares that that is, that Jesus is his son and that he's pleased and, I mean, what did they think? What went through their their minds watching this and hearing this? And mm-hmm. yeah, yes. To to um, stand there on the banks of the river, you're just kind of doing your normal. All right, I'm gonna go repent, you know, and be cleansed. I'm just kind of doing my thing, coming out expecting something, and then not sure if you're gonna see anything. But then to see Jesus, the the light of the world, the King of the universe, come and be baptized, and the heavens tear open a dove comes down and the voice, you know, thunders, you know, you're my son, the beloved, um, just to be a witness of that, like kind of the awe and the wonder that you'd experience um, witnessing that. And my hope would be that, uh, you know, somehow the heavens would tear open for everybody else too. And, you know, have, have the same, I mean, that it seems to be Jesus' hope for them, you know, in Pentecost and, and Paul's hope for sure when he goes to the disciples in Ephesus, right, that we read about, mm-hmm. that the heavens would part for each of them and the spirit would descend on each of them and say, you are my son, you are my daughter, um, with you I'm well pleased, mm-hmm. that we would get to hear the same voice that, um, that Jesus hears, I think would be Jesus's hope for us, which yeah. is just so cool. Like it's one thing to hear it said about someone else, but then what, what a joy to hear that said about you too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for that, Nancy. All right, everybody. Uh, enjoy the rest of your Friday, whatever you did to get to this moment. Congratulations. Finished uh, traditional work week and um, have a great rest of your day. Um, Nancy, thank you so much for being the guest this week. It's been a real joy and pleasure to join you in uncovering and, and uh, diving into these scriptures. Um, thank you listeners for joining in this week and hopefully we'll see you soon and we will be back with you next week. I think Steve Durr is going to be our guest on Monday. So you can look forward to that. Go in peace, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm-hmm.